0: B2B SaaS, it's not uncommon to have a relatively small number of companies that you sell to. For example, we have a client in the restaurant POS space, and their ideal customer is chain restaurants in Canada with 10 or more stores. Well, there are actually only about 50 restaurant chains in Canada that meet that description. And it's a small pool, very small. It translates effectively to low search volume in Google for their bottom of funnel and high intent keywords as a result. Now a problem that we see companies in this position face is that they quickly reach a point where they don't know what to bid on next with their Google search ads. They don't want to waste money by straying too far away from their high intent keywords, but they have targets to hit and more money to spend. When it comes to scaling lead generation through paid search, they often feel like they've hit a dead end. And the situation here can happen for a few different reasons. Sometimes there's not enough buyer awareness around the products that they sell, like when their product is in a brand new category, for example. Other times, like for our client in the POS space, their pool of potential customers is very small to begin with. In this episode, we're going to explain three approaches to scaling PPC when you've exhausted your bottom of funnel search ads. You'll learn how to move up the funnel in Google search ads with MoFu target keywords, that's middle of funnel, dedicate paid search budget to Microsoft Bing to scale BoFu, that's bottom of funnel search ads and expand your Bofu Google search ads with geo expansion. I'm Mark Thomas, I'm the head of growth at Powered by Search and today I'm gonna talk you through some of the best knowledge that we have on building B2B SaaS businesses. Now if any of this is interesting to you and you wanna read more, you should go to our website, it's poweredbysearch.com and check us out there. Even when you've tackled your bottom of funnel keywords through search, don't move away from Google just yet. There is still an opportunity to create search campaigns for keywords that are higher in your funnel and leverage YouTube for increasing your branded search volume too. To scale your search ads, focus on middle of funnel keywords that indicate searches have a pain point that your product solves, but are not yet aware of your product as a solution. Now, examples of these types of keywords include Gartner, you know, MDM report or something like that. Forrester, insert industry reports. Template, guide, how to. And here's an example of how it works in practice. In B2B, when a customer is in the consideration phase, and usually that comes right before they make a decision about which product to buy, they'll often search for buying guides or industry reports from companies like Gartner or Forrester. Now these are objective overviews of the industry, and they can help prospects to create a business case for buying a product later. Our client, Reltio, had been recognized in one of Gartner's Magic Quadrant reports for their market. So to ensure that their product was front of mind, we placed ads on terms related to the report so that buyers would find our client's landing page when searching. We provided a MoFu guide, middle of funnel, on how to interpret the results. And this allows us to influence the conversation that a buyer or buying committee has when weighing product options. Then we guided MoFu prospects down their funnel through remarketing. After a MoFu prospect had clicked the ad that we talked about just then, we sent them to this landing page where they'd be able to download a copy of the report. And I'm referencing a landing page. There's actually a picture of it on our Blog. it accompanies this episode, and you can see a link to that in the show notes. Now, visitors to that page were added to a remarketing list through Ad Network Pixels, and this means that after they left the page or downloaded the report, we were still able to serve them relevant ads across ad channels, like this other one that I'm gonna reference, for example. It says, can you trust your MDM, that's Master Data Management Solution, for real-time insights and operations, question mark, switch to Reltio. get a demo. Now the impact of this is that Mofu Prospects have shown ads related to their concerns, i.e. which product should I buy? Now that directly addresses the pain points that we know customers have when considering a solution like our clients. Effectively, can you trust your MDM for real time insights? That's almost the exact ad copy. Now let's move on to talk about Bing ads. Now, many B2B SaaS companies avoid Microsoft ads. They think that too few people use Bing as their search engine, so they write it off as a paid search channel. But look, Microsoft products are a dominant player in enterprise business. So if you sell a product for enterprise SaaS or one that people in enterprise SaaS use, Bing is often the default search engine of your target audience. For example, our client Snap Projections sells financial planning software to Canadian financial advisors. Now, most people in their target audience work for large financial services firms in Canada like Manulife and IA Private Wealth. So if you're a Canadian financial advisor and you work under the umbrella of a large firm, there's a strong chance that you use Windows devices and software. Therefore, you're likely using Microsoft Edge where Bing is your default search engine, not Google. Now, while the search volume will still be a fraction of what you see on Google, the quality of traffic and leads can be high through Bing. And since your competitors are unlikely to be using Bing, competition's also a lot lower. Now, the other advantage of Bing is its connectivity with LinkedIn. Because LinkedIn is part of the Microsoft portfolio of companies, Bing enables you to layer Microsoft search ads with company, industry, and job-related data straight from LinkedIn. We made use of this when we set up Microsoft search ads for snap projections. So we identified job functions such as accounting or finance and industries such as banking, financial services, and investment management as the most relevant things. Then we tested bids for each of these industries and job functions through Bing ads to see which would be the highest performing in reality. And this is one distinct advantage over Google. At the moment, Google only offers advertisers company size as a signal that they can target. But by targeting industry and job function through Bing, your targeting becomes significantly tighter, increasing the likelihood of finding right fit customers. And getting started with Microsoft ads is really simple. They've made it easy to import campaigns straight from Google. Keywords, ads, and all other settings will pour over to Bing without any friction. Pretty nice, eh? Other one caveat to that is that you still have to set up tracking and attribution for yourself. Microsoft has its own tracking pixel, just like Google Analytics. So just like LinkedIn ads or Twitter ads, you have to, for example, set up UTM parameters, add their pixel across your entire site, create new audiences, create new goals, configure your Bing campaigns according to those audiences and goals. But once you've done that, you can run and track your campaigns the same way that you would with Google. So if you've maxed out on both Bing and Google Ads in your current target region, then it might be time to widen your global reach by leveraging Google Ads' geo-expansion features. Now most companies get geo-expansion wrong because they're not methodical about it, not strategic. They'll target too broadly and promote the same creative that they use in their existing region. Those ads tend to fall flat because they don't consider cultural differences. The keywords that you target can vary because of language. Even between English-speaking countries, there are different ways of talking about similar subjects. Search volume will also vary by region. Therefore, bidding strategies should be adjusted accordingly. Many companies overlook that and assume that the same bidding strategies will just apply across the board. Instead, they should pay different amounts for certain keywords and continue to make optimizations for efficiency. You can expand your search campaigns with geo-expansion by following the following steps. The first is analyze. Don't just spin a globe and start spending a significant ad budget in a place that your finger lands on. Base your decision on actual data if you can. So find out which other regions are working for you organically, first of all. To do this, you can review customer data and analytics data for key regions for expansion. You can ask your sales team which countries they see the most leads from. You can look at customer data to see which countries are the most common among your user base. And you can do keyword research to see which countries have the highest search volume for your target keywords. And then you can choose countries for your tier two campaigns based on this data. Now, if you don't have that data, run a small test in a few regions you're considering. That should give you insights for which ones to choose. Picture this. You're the person who drove the idea of a business model that was one of the main reasons that HubSpot pulled off such a good IPO. And then you join a startup that has a few thousand dollars MRR, not tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands, just thousands. Find out more about why Pete Caputo made that big career move and how he grew Databox from a few thousand MRR to hundreds of thousands. That's episode two of Inflection Point, available wherever you get your podcasts. Back to the show. Second up, take the messaging and keywords that you're already using in your primary region and copy them into a new campaign. Use this duplicate campaign to run your first test. And to prevent overspending, reset your ad settings to their defaults. So if you know that keywords cost 20% less in the UK compared to the United States, don't keep the same bids. Reduce them by 20% to account for that. The third step is optimizing. Your ads actually go through their learning phases at this stage. So during the learning phase, we let the keywords and ads run in a new region to gather data before the optimization phase. At that time, we're looking at things like which headlines resonate, which value propositions attract clicks, which keywords are useful in this region and which, you know, are not. And this is the stage where you should start making changes to the keywords you target to match the language used in the new region. To figure these differences out, look at search query reports. But you can also create filters in Google Search Console and see what people are looking for based on the country. Note which keywords receive searches and which don't, and optimize your campaigns to focus on the searches that get clicks. The other changes you make will vary. For example, you might need to account for time differences so that your ads display only during working hours of your target region. Next, evaluate your campaigns based on the following key performance indicators in the evaluation stage. Click-through rate and cost per acquisition. So your goal should be to increase click-through rate while decreasing CPA cost per acquisition. And if you find that you can't make that happen in the region you're targeting, you have more changes to make still. And when that's the case, rinse and repeat, starting at step three, optimize. Let's bring this all together. Now you can layer on all the PPC tactics that we discussed on top of SEO strategy. It takes time to get traction with SEO, but there's no need to wait until it does to start expanding with PPC. Only move away from bottom of funnel campaigns on Google when you've already exhausted topics that you could target through search. There's no need to do so until you've maxed out on that piece of your strategy. But when search volume appears limited, don't worry too much. As long as you're targeting pain point related topics, you're in pretty good shape. Only turn to the four tactics that we discussed in this episode if lead generation is slowed down. We'll see you next time. So if you enjoyed that today and you want to do something about your B2B SaaS marketing, you should get in touch with us. You can do that by going to poweredbysearch.com and checking out our work with us page or you can browse the case studies and blogs that we have on the site now if you're not ready to do that definitely say hi anyway you can ping me on twitter i'm at I am mark Thomas. that's mark with a c or you can ping our founder and ceo Dev Basu. d-e-v-b-a-s-u connect with us there looking forward to seeing you again for another episode